Good evening and good night. Oh, and Sife, did you watch one minute of the Grammys? I did not watch it on TV because I have a phone. So the moment anything happens, your phone will blow up. But it was some good shit, man. You watched uh, the Jay-Z? Jay-Z was dope. When I explained how Hove is personally, that was a very close rendition of how Hove is personally and funny and like slick you know what i mean that's very interesting you say this because it was the most personal i've sort of ever seen him at a at a thing at a thing yeah now his 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 brooklyn sarcasm mixed with like honorable dude you know what i mean yes who's gonna like really try to hold it down for something he believes in yeah and not not straight diss someone else but like Basically, you say it's not your fault; it's their fault. But you, you're the one that gets all the fucking accolades. And now I have a theory on this uh, situation. I believe that Jay even did this thing because, if you remember, last year they announced that Dr. Dre would have this award. Yeah, Dr. Dre got the award last year. Well, they and they named it for him. And then, and then it's like, is does he pick the people, or is well, he part I, of the process? I, I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure. So now his name is on the award. Yeah, My guess is Dre said, we got to do something big. It's the first year. Let's yeah. get Jay-Z. Yeah. So now Jay-Z, who doesn't really fuck with the Grammys, can't say no. It's right. Dre. It's Dre. Andre Young. So here comes Jay-Z and his adorable, uh, what is she, like 13 or 14-year-old daughter? Oh, she Blue can't Eye. be that old, man. No, bro. Celebrities' kids get older faster than regular kids. <laughs> it's like a, they're like TV show kids. Like, no, you know, they're no, a baby one year and they're four years old the next season. No, I swear to you. I Blue, Blue it, it makes me, it's crazy. All right, I remember talking to Hove about when I first had my daughter and I said something to him like, wow, it's really different when you have kids and i feel like i was talking to him like he just had a kid maybe two years before well he probably did he probably had like sir because i'll tell you this do you remember the the famous day jay-z called and 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 sunned me yeah blue was on his like chest like yes yes i heard blue on the phone being a baby that's like 13 12 13 so if it's 13 she's only so she's 12 that it could mean she's 12 maybe she was a year and a half old then year old now it's 24 so she's i thought it was born in 15 early 15 so this uh, girl by was- the way i think i can figure this out blue ivy she has a wikipedia page in case you didn't know she was born uh, in 2012 Google is boring Boring. 
January 7th, 2012, which means she just turned 12 years old. Boring. No, she, that's my she son. looks that's my son. She's so poised looking at for 12 years old. What is her Anyways, life? here we go. Let's let's hear a little bit. Here we go. <laughs> Who did that? Who looped that? <laughs> Them using where I'm from at the Grammys. But a loop, it never went into the verse. Yeah. <laughs> This guy's having a moment, Trevor Noah. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, I usually say it's a sippy cup for blue, but blue's grown up now. She doesn't take sippy cup, and she has her own Grammys. What does that mean? That means uh, blue has Grammys with Beyonce. She does. She was on a Beyonce song. Yes, she was on a Beyonce song that won a Grammy. Yes. Wow. Believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first of all, um, thanks to Dr. Trey. He said he in the house. He's somewhere up. Oh, there he is. Andre Young, thank you, sir. All the doors that you opened, you know, showed us that we can be um, rock stars. Seeing you on the Rolling Stone. Obviously, there's Run DMC. Great Jay-Z move right there. Yeah. That's that's classic Hove not going to ever talk about someone being a rock star in hip hop without saying shouts to Run also, DMC. It also feels like he was saying something about the Rolling Stone cover. It did yeah. Run DMC have that cover before? Like, is Dre one know. of the early ones that had the cover? It's interesting. With the levels and Aerosmith, but when you came out west, you took it to a whole new level. Put us on covers, Rolling Stone, put us around the world, you and Snoop, all that y'all did, all the records y'all broke. So thank you for this. Um, Pause it. On it. I have been haunted by this. This is, uh, this is irrelevant. I'm sorry. Welcome to WANEP. I've been haunted with the fact that hip hop people, black people, always touch their nose when doing interviews or giving speeches. What? I swear to God. What? Now I tell you this, you'll see it all the time. I touch my nose too, though. Black people interviews, hip hop people interviews, or or late night shows or speeches like this always touch their. And white people don't, and non hip hop people don't. White people don't. That I've noticed, unless I just watch a lot more, uh, hip hop interviews. Where he just did it when he said uh, Hove or or Dre. Hove, go back just a little. All these y'all did, all the records y'all broke, yep, so thank you for this. Always. Um, honored, honored to accept it. Honored to accept it. And thank you to the Black Music Collective for all the work that you What's guys that? do. Now, at this moment, the only thing that crossed my mind was I can tell he didn't write anything down, and he's yes. just going. But he knew. It's not like it was a category where anyone else could have won. No, he knew <laughs> Yeah, so, so why did he? He just wanted a freestyle. Well, that's what's interesting. No, he clearly knows where he's going to go. He clearly planned it. it it's right. classic. It's classic Hove yeah. when you think about it, because he clearly knows that he's going somewhere. All right, here's Jay Z. Here we go. Scholarship for young creatives, and hopefully, you know, I'm adding to you know what you guys are doing out here. Yeah. So at this point, at this point, what's I the think, Black Music Collective? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an organization. And and at this point, I'm like, he's just freestyling. At no part of me thinks he's about to go into like a planned 
thing. By the way, Saif, can you believe how much Blue looks like Beyonce and Jay-Z's kid? Also, she's mad tall. I mean, she must be wearing heels, but Jay's tall. But you know what's funny, though? And this is, but yo, she looks just her eyes. She looks just like Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. Yeah. So, but the funny thing is, um, I always have this thing about how Brooklyn Jay Z is, no matter what happens. And there's something he said in that, what he just said right there. He goes, What y'all doing out here? Right? I know the Grammys are in LA. I know he lives in LA. So, but he talks about it like, even though he lives in LA, he still talks about it like he's visiting. Correct. What y'all doing out here? You live here. You're part of the organization. You're here. You're yeah. here. No, but in his mind, yeah, he's here now. In his mind, he's still visiting. But by the way, in the grand scheme of things, it, it may prove that that is the case. But yeah, that is funny. No, I'm just saying Brooklyn people just can't leave. No, they don't they just can't leave Brooklyn. Here we go. Obviously, uh, it's... Uh, it's great to have a, an award um, for such an icon. How far we've come Here with we uh, Will Smith and them, Chazzy Chef and the Fresh Prince. Correction again. Correction to himself. Hip hop correction again. I am not going to allow myself to just say Will Smith in them. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, would have been crazy. So and and the group is Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. Big correction. I love that. Jeff must have popped for that. <laughs> he must have loved that. Winning a first Grammy in 89. And boy- that was wrong. Wasn't that 87? I don't remember. Pretty sure he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. It was 88. Let's that's my guess. He's the DJ. Oh, but then but they released in 88. They probably won in it. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, J- January 1st, 88. Is what? The release? The release date of the what, album. The Grammys. It's the next year. You're right. So it wasn't until the Grammys in February 89. Yep. This is like what we're going to talk about on Patreon about With the years. Era, the 90s parties. Uh, yeah, we're 80, having, we're having 89. Uh, if you're not a Patreon member on Patreon this week, we're going to have our friend uh, starting from scratch on to have a nerdy conversation about what constitutes a 90s party. And what can Big you play? DJ nerd talk. Yeah, nerd talk. Boycotting because it wasn't televised. And then they went to like a hotel and watched the Grammys. I didn't even understand what the <laughs> wasn't a great boycott. Um, <laughs> There's Mark Ronson and his and his mother-in-law laughing. You see Mark? Yeah, I see Mark. Who's his mother-in-law? Oh, that's Meryl Streep, Sife. Meryl Streep is his mother-in-law. That's Meryl Streep. Hold on, what? That's Meryl Streep. That's his mother-in-law. Talk about a '90s party. Who's yeah, his, who's his wife? Uh, uh Sife. It's Meryl Streep's daughter. Yeah, but who? <laughs> Is that her in the picture? Yes, that's there. And you can Which see that one? she looks like she look, the one who looks like Meryl Streep, who's standing next to Mark Ronson. With the black, with the black yes. dress. Holy shit, I didn't know that. But then he's like Pete Davidson, this guy. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I took a page out of their book. I was nominated for best rap album. Touches and those. DMX had dropped two albums that year. They both were number one. Shout out to DMX. And he wasn't nominated at all. Hey, go back, go back. So I, Did Blue just point to the sky? For DMX? Let's see. DMX had dropped two albums that year. They both were number one. Shout out to DMX. And he wasn't nominated at all. She put it to the sky. She was just wiping her her face. Because that motherfucker's in hell for sure. No. (laughs) What the fuck? This dog in hell is hot. That doesn't mean he went there. He loved it. 
<laughs> hey, X, you know, we were actually going to put you in heaven because you are such a great guy and everyone knows that. Wow. But you, A, you've done your share of dirt out here. Let's just be honest. Uh, we all have. We all have. But also, been meaning to talk to you about this. You loved hell. You seemed very into it. So we would just, no, we he just also thought, he also was very religious. We can't. He's probably up there. He's probably we up. just thought that maybe you'd want to go, and he was probably. I don't know. I'm not immediately. Was like, I'm not going to hell. <laughs> you must be fucking crazy. Please don't curse at us. We are the ones who decide where you go. No, no, it's a bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. Well, hold on. Well, if you want to start getting into it specifically, then X, let's talk about it. I have a question for you. How many puppies did you adopt over your lifetime, DMX? I'm, I'm, I'm mad fucking dogs. I don't know. <laughs> 38 dogs. How many of those dogs spent their life with you, Mr. X? I, I, I took care of all my dogs. Two. Two of the 38 <laughs> stayed your dog. What happened to the other 36 fucking dogs, Mr. And before X? you answer, before you answer, we know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to uh, get into this whole thing. We're happy to take you upstairs if that's what you prefer. <laughs> Just calm down and don't smoke any weed. I'll put my, I'm going to put my shit out there. No black and milds either. Oh, here we go. And I watched the Grammys. I'm just. Oh, by the way, full circle joke telling there. He does the Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince bad boycott. And then he yeah. says that he did the same bad boycott. Yeah. Did he win that year? We won. The year he boycotted, did he win? I think he won, right? I think he won for what, volume one? I don't remember. Oh, because he said DMX didn't even get nominated. Yeah. Jay Z, volume. One Grammy. Volume one came out November 97. So wouldn't that have been? Oh, that would have been the 99 Grammys. What? Huh. No, if it comes out in that year, it could be, it could make it to the Grammys. So maybe it's volume two. Let's just see. Jay-Z Grammys. You know, it's funny that Jay-Z, by the way, is the most, is tied for the most all-time Grammy nominations. It's crazy. Nominations. Yeah, which, by the way, is bizarre. It's it's it's, it's dope, and it's also weird. Doesn't because it seem a little odd? That's why I don't put a lot into this Grammy shit, bro. It's all, it's all politics. Like, why? You know I'm a hater. You know me. You really are a hater. Um, God, Jay-Z's... Let me tell you something. Trying to find something on Jay-Z's... You should do a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was telling this girl I met. So I have a podcast called Wanda. You should check it out. And then she goes, "Hey, I'm listening to your podcast." And sends me a screenshot of the Jay Z one. No, go, no, no, not that one. Not that one. She goes, she "I goes, like it. It's good." Volume two, yeah, one best rap album. So it was that one? Volume two in '99. There you go. All right, here we go. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Who's that? Y'all don't got to clap at everything. Obviously it's <laughs> okay. Stop, stop, stop. Obviously stop. it's subjective I'll try and because play. when he says we love y'all, he's talking to the Grammy people, right? Yes. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. Thank you. And then try to get it right. At least try to get close to get it right. <laughs> and then Brooklyn asshole joke. What? Just uh, what did he just say? You don't have to clap at everything I say. Yeah, you have to clap. That's some Brooklyn asshole shit, man. It's right, not like, a y'all are y'all are being so nice. I appreciate, it, but just shut up. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Stop. Oh, it's music and it's opinion based, but you know some things. You know, 
I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. Okay, that's Beyonce. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Here's the interesting part. That argument, I'm not saying he's wrong, but that argument doesn't necessarily make him right. In other words, you could have the most Grammy wins of all time and still just the way it ends up, the albums you end up against every year, you never win. That could happen. Yeah, it now, could happen. I don't know if I believe that because Taylor Swift just became the first artist ever to win four separate album of the year Grammys. Mm -hmm. I find it weird, yes, that Beyonce would have never won one does seem weird. Yeah. But it would be interesting to go look at who she was up against every year because there is a world in which you always end up against someone brutal who dropped a masterpiece that year. Yeah, but she's, a, she's a brutal masterpiece maker. I agree. But it's the way of the, the way the, the Grammys, the voting system and who votes and how, you know what I mean? So like, look, Dave's Grammy, Dave Chappelle also won his fifth Grammy last night. Uh, whenever I think Grammys, I think Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle won his fifth Grammy. It wasn't even for a special. That's what people don't even realize. It was for the speech he made at his old high school, Duke Ellington in, in D.C. Yeah, what, what Grammy is that? It's, is it's under the comedy thing. But it was because he put it out on vinyl. It's eligible for a Grammy. And he ends up winning those all. And he wins. But I, and I'm not trying to knock Chappelle as my one of my best yeah. friends in the world. But like he he's up against Trevor and Chris Rock. When people see his name, do they just check it? It wasn't even I, a special. Right. It, it, he was up against specials. Yes. Oh, that's that is weird. It's why Damian Marley always wins. But I love Chappelle and I love Damian Marley. But I'm just saying the people that vote, if you're if you're a fucking classical musician but you're in the academy and you vote do you check the most popular person you know or recognize right i don't know who beat lemonade adele 25 by adele beat lemonade which album is that for adele probably her second yeah, it was a big one i think it yes. was hello second or maybe third album but like i think people are so used to beyonce by now and they probably think she already won She's lost each time she's been nominated. She's lost two: Taylor Swift, then Adele, then Harry Styles. We know what's going on here. That is interesting, say though. That it's say like three it. white, not white. Why? Three why pop well, star. Why? All right, let's go back to Jay. Here he goes. Think about that. The most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you. Some of you going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Okay, Some of this. you made it, Rob. So when he says that joke and they laugh yeah. pretty hard, some of you may get robbed. Is that a double joke of some I of you may actually get robbed and some I of you may feel be robbed of a Grammy? Being a Jay-Z fan, enough where we try to do a whole podcast about him. Well, I, I feel that's yeah. a double entendre. Right. Out here in LA, you all think it's sweet. It's not sweet out here. You might get robbed outside. Right. But also, did something happen early in the night where someone got robbed? Perhaps. I mean, because someone like, was going to feel they got robbed. Was Killer Mike before this? Yes. And, and Travis Scott posted a, a little sad emoji because he didn't win again. Right. I mean, which, which by the way, Travis, we got to get back. into that. No, no, we got to get into that too because that Travis album is fucking amazing. And, 
And it's not better than Michael, bro. No, not as a rap album. Yeah, but what about the other things? Well, I think, but that, oh, yeah, other things, I don't know. I don't know what all of Trav's noms were. I hate when you win song and performance. Like, what the fuck is the difference? I know. I, I, I can tell you the difference. Anytime it says song, it's songwriting. Right. So sometimes it's not, sometimes like, with big pop songs, the the artist who sings it didn't write it. Yeah, or like it I'm not giving I'm not giving Travis, for example, a song award because the the songwriting itself is rarely spectacular. I disagree. Songwriting, like words, but what makes it's like what it's like when comedies never win an Oscar. What if it's great? It's great because it's not the typical beautiful songwriting style of whatever whoever writes Adele songs. Like he, bro, I knock Travis music, but you're knock not, it. but not for the lyrics. So song is only lyrics. Songs about songwriting. Now you can get into a conversation. But music about- is songwriting too. But I think they mean actual lyric songwriting when they right. say song of the year. I think right. they got robbed. But so wait, you would take a, you would take the Travis Utopia album over Michael, not the or album. the songwriting, not the album. You got it right this year. Michael was the best rap album this year. Yes. Oh, let's finish Jay Z, then we'll get into it. <laughs> Some of you don't belong in the category. Now, what does that mean? Oh, no, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Um, but outside of that, outside of that, so so I don't know who, who some of y'all don't belong in the category. There's, there's, he's there's those there's some shots in there that we don't know. Correct. Some of y'all don't belong in the category is specific, and we don't know what category he's talking about. Because he's bringing up is he is he is he dissing Taylor? No, I don't think that's Taylor because she's just in pop categories. Not that, not that part. The part before where he's like. Some of y'all got to get robbed. Like, is he talking to say Beyonce got robbed? No, Beyonce wasn't even up this year. Oh, but Taylor won. Yes, but she wasn't. Beyonce wasn't literally up for anything this year. Oh, I see. It was, okay. it was, it was Taylor. It was Miley. It was Billie Eilish for, for the Barbie song. Not even her album. He could be referring to the rap category there. Yeah. So who was that? That's what, that's what's interesting. Who was that's killer Mike? I think Drake and 21 Savage. Travis. Grammy. Drake and 21. Drake and 21 have their share. And Drake has his whole deal with the Grammys that he's weird about. Which I think is. I mean, it's more that he doesn't like the idea of losing. So he'd rather shit on the whole thing. That's kind of how I. I, Am I wrong? I'm wrong. I I mean, bro, he wins in so much shit. Why doesn't he win this? It's got to be a fucking mind fuck. He mastered every other, every other category, every other angle of being the one of the craziest performers, long longevity beyond belief, and doesn't win Grammys. It's something's up, bro. Something's up. But he's won some Grammys. Yeah, but it feels weird. So yeah, what is it? Dragon Twenty One. Uh, let's see, R and B rap and spoken word poetry. By the way, okay, best rap performance. Baby Keem and Kendrick, by the way, Kendrick just has the cheat code to the Grammys. So Baby Keem, every year that Kendrick is not up for something, he has a song out with Baby Keem and it gets nominated. Like Baby <laughs> Keem, God bless him, is not even like a thing yet. No. 
and it's nominated again. So Baby Keem and Kendrick, Hillbillies, Rich Flex, Drake and 21, Scientists and Engineers, Killer Mike, and Players, Coy LeRae. And uh, Killer Mike won. Yeah, for sure. Um, sure. Although I, I love... I love, I know Players isn't a well-written song. I love Rich Flex by Drake and 21, but they don't say anything. Uh, best melodic rap. What the fuck is that? It's like. How does Drake now? That's what Drake's upset about. How does he not win that? He was up again. Uh, this is what used to be called rap song colla- uh, collaboration, I believe. Oh, yeah. This is Burn a Boy in 21 uh, for Sitting on Top of the World. Attention, Doja Cat. No. Spin bout you, Drake in 21, uh, Low by SZA, and All My Life, which won, Dirk and J. Cole. That's the right one, though. Uh, best rap song. I hate, I hate this game. Well, all, by the way, we're supposed to be paying attention to what could he be talking shit about, by the way. Yeah. Um, best rap song. Uh, that has Doja Cat. That has Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. That has Lil Uzi Vert, Just Wanna Rock, which has no rapping in it. Yeah, that's crazy. No rapping in it. It has Rich Flex, and then it has Scientists and Engineers, which won again, Killer Mike. It's a sweep. It's a sweep. (laughs) Rap album. It was so cool. Wait, what's in there that could be stole? Who got jacked there or jerked? No, well, he said don't belong. I'm thinking more of the, oh, who would have gotten robbed? I don't oh, know. Oh, but don't belong in the category. That little Uzi Vert, though, is crazy. Yeah, little Uzi Vert doesn't belong in that category. No, neither does player Coy Ray. That was the one before, yeah. I mean, what about what about Barbie World? Does Barbie World belong in best rap song? No. Um, album. Drake in 21, Killer Mike, which one? Metro Boomin, King's Disease 3, and Travis Scott Utopia. Metro Boomin doesn't even have a chance, which is a good album. But I didn't listen to it. But there's no when you do a compilation album and you're like a, the star of the album, but you're like an unknown star. You know what I mean? Like you're the producer. We all mm-hmm. know. We know how dope you are, Metro Boomin. But the people don't know. Well, and also it's not like that album was a monster success. Everyone was talking about. Right. Like, it would have been very. And then Nas. Um, Again, Nas wasn't winning for the third one. Good albums. Uh, Dragon 21 feels, it's like, it's almost, it feels like marketing to me. They do great, incredible marketing with the way he collabs with people, but is it Grammy worthy? Like, that was a no-brainer. That one is Michael all day. Yeah, Again, oh, yeah. Except for Travis. Travis is, I listen to Travis' album more than Killer Mike. What's well, an easier listen? I listen to Travis more than Killer Mike, and Killer Mike is a good friend of mine, and it's an incredible album. Yeah, but it's but that's a heavier listen than throwing. But when on I'm Utopia. driving down the West Side Highway with some bad bitches getting my dick sucked, it's that Travis. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> By the way, this isn't the Travis album I've listened to the most, so I, I, I it my, it's not my favorite one. I don't like it the most. The first one I like the most, but I like this one a lot. A lot. I like really listen to that Travis album. All right, let's, let's heavy hear, rotation. Let's let Jay finish. Here we, he's almost at the end here. Here we go. You know, we got to keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second. Just in life. As, I, as my daughter sits and stares at me nervous as I am. Um, 
Um, just in life, you got to keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys. You got to keep showing up until, you, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. Until they call you chairman. Until they call you a genius. Until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me? Yeah, OG Wan, man. OG Wan, always right there. Always. Tuxed up. Tuxed That's up. OG Wan. He's OG Wan. Fucking, they used to battle for Chris Style in the clubs, bro. Look at them now. Yo, OG Wan and Jay-Z, they used to fucking... It got into like... You know like the conflict between Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. They used to do shit, bro. They used to go to the club. Let's say they were going to a club at, you know, 1 a.m., Somebody from their camp would go to the club at 3 p.m. and buy all the Cristal so they couldn't buy some later. And then they would give them a bottle. <laughs> they used to do some wild shit, bro. Drug dealers be crazy. Yo, do you know how drug dealers be drug sometimes? Drug dealers the, be crazy. Hold on. Now, on the complete flip side of, of Jay-Z having that moment last night, Natalie and I on our drive home from D.C. yesterday, yeah. she wanted me to listen because she loves Blueprint too, She knows how I feel. She asked me, and I obliged, to listen to the entire Blueprint 2. Okay. Now, you know, this is one of my old okay. hip-hop jokes that I've been making for years. Like, I, I always decided I hated Blueprint 2, and I was like, it's not the gift of the curse, it's just a curse. Like, I was a, I was a cock about it, for hey, sure. That's the name of the album, The Gift and a Curse? Like yeah. The subtitle? Yeah, yeah, the, the gift of the curse. Like, There's no gift here. It's all curse. <laughs> no, no, and it's not true. It's it's. Let me. I'm here to report. It is not true. Here's what's not, in my opinion. Here's what's not good about it, and why I hated on it at the time when I was more likely to hate on stuff. The sequencing is weird. It just feels like a collection of songs. It's just I like, agree. Blow. Here are songs. Yeah, I agree. And then, like most double albums, when it gets like to the second disc. There are just a lot of joints that you're like, this could have been a really good single album. It just did not. They made mean. a single album version. And they made a single album. I got to I, I gotta go through the single album. It's like um, uh, Blueprint 2, 2.0. Oh, something. that's 2.0. Which, yeah. by the way, that speaks even more to the fact that the original sequencing was shit, miss. Because yeah. you could just throw together another version of it. There's, a, there's bangers on there, though. Now, now, speaking of which. So Natalie knows every fucking word to this album. It was really? like her, it's Blueprint her first, two. It's her first Jay Z album. Ah, uh, she was. Thir- she was What's 13. the single from that album? Oh, the singles are hammers. The singles are "Excuse Me, Miss." Yeah. Um, baby. Um, you don't know part two with MOP. That's not a single. It was a B side. Yeah, but what's um, the singles? Um, excuse me, Miss. Excuse me, miss. Not um, dirt off your shoulders. Oh, oh Bonnie there. and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, okay. Exactly. Exactly. It makes sense why it wasn't the album for me at the time. But then there were a couple things in there that I was like, oh man, I never paid attention, or I don't even, I don't even remember hearing this song. Yo, Sife, this song. You talked about Brooklyn assholeness. We have to celebrate this for a moment. I know you got to go, but we got to celebrate this real quick. This shit here is hilarious. Never have I spent any time with this song. I'm sure some of you guys are going to, what? You haven't listened to this? The words to this song are so dick and funny. Give a nigga space. 
Never and worth His early ad lib life. I'm not trying to be rude, dude, but give me some space. Okay. Already sarcastic off top. Why'd you over here looking at me? All these girls up in here. What is you gay, nigga? J straight like Indian hair. Y'all don't want me to spray to send me in here. If you a fan, I consider you fan. Shaking at the hand, but shit, goddamn, all that. Now I'm drawing the blank. You got me feeling like a fish in a fish tank. Just think if you came to a club, trying to find a little home for someone I love. Said you got another nigga all up in your mug. You make me uncomfortable, dog. Go that away. And kill the ice grill, home, because I keep enough heat to melt that away. I came in some sweats. I came to get next. Trying to find a chick to make it hard for me. The next three exes stays left. Hop in her Lexus. Treat me like a baby. Mouth on her breasts. May I suggest this? It's a lot of long-legged chicks and short-ass dresses. Go find you one, go get your dance on, go grind on one, damn. Go find you one, go get your dance on, go grind on one. question. Yo, why you over here? So many hoes in here. My office hours nine to five, won't you call me there? There's so many hoes in here. I ain't trying to be rude, dude, once you disappear. There's so many hoes in here. I understand you got issues, but I really don't care. There's so many hoes in here. Yeah, 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 I know you rapping, your sister spit too. You've been calling the office and you can't get through. I understand all that, but now ain't the time. I came to the club to get that off my mind. And all you thugs with your wall story starting to bore me. I ain't trying to hear about your guts and glory. I'm trying to hear big and some cuts from Nori. Then you keep talking over the beat like Clue. Go find something to do. You're a janitor. Go find something to screw. Disappear like Copperfield. Go Copperfield. Play hide and seek with yourself for real. The chick came dressed up just to get messed up. She got her hair done just to get it sweated up. Shit, I'm trying to help her out. Won't you help me out and be out? Quick question. Dog, why you over here? There's so many holes in here. Yeah. My office hours are nine to five. You can try me there is no, but then the next the next couple of lines he's like, you can't get through by the second time. <laughs> so basically call me at my office, but you won't get me there either. Uh, Nori shot us dope. Yo, that Nori you think he remembers that? I forgot about the, yes, a hundred percent. He's hundred percent yes. well aware. They both remember it, yes. They both remember it. Yes, hundred percent. Meaning Hove, it also registers with him like, yo, don't ever forget. I gave you a big fucking shout out. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Trying to listen to some big and nori. That's that's. <laughs> it was a great it was a great moment for uh, for Hove. What's wrong with that song? The beat is dope. The rhymes are dope. Why when is that saying, not a hit? Like, but you wait, do you think it's you like it? Yeah. The beat's but, cool. The, the the beat, the album has a couple of ones like that that are kind of Timberland. It's almost like con contrived almost. Yeah. It's almost, okay, I'll tell you what it is. Louis C.K. told me this one time. He was jerking off in front of me. Okay. Louis C.K. said he has some jokes that are off-putting, maybe even offensive, but they're very funny and they get big laughs. So when he first does them, they get big laughs, and then he noticed the laughs started dying down. And what he realized was he was expecting to laugh too much, so he wasn't putting the same umph into the joke. The way when he first wrote it, he was putting the umph in it. The umph is the secret sauce to the joke. 
That's a really and so that he's so used to getting the laughs from it, he just recites the joke and it got okay. So he had to like re stop doing it for a while and redo it. It's a joke about saying the word retarded, and it was getting big laughs. He's like in Boston, you know, you're not, you know, you're retarded. So when you go into the script version. That's what this sounds like a little bit. Timbaland and Jay-Z have a script that always works. You, you know the one on the, the other one on there that you thought would be a hit but wasn't that Timbaland did the bounce? I love the bounce, but yeah. But it's still it's not it's not a, by the way, you know what's bad about the bounce? I I, I obviously I know cuz I listened to the whole album yesterday. The fucking Kanye's verse. Oh my god. I I can't believe Jay was nice enough to let him rap on a song at that point. He was not there yet. He is like mm-hmm. So early, not a dope yeah, rapper. Yeah, but bro, when when's the when do you, when do you pull the trigger? Right, he wants to give look a what shot. He, look who he became. So Jay and them, they heard something. Um, do you like? Do you like? It was all a dream. The one I featuring he, Faith and Biggie, the Jay song. It was no. all a dream. I don't even remember it. It's the first song on the album. What Biggie verse is it? You'll remember it. It's the part when Jay goes, I had this dream I said about big I said and me I said and me I said. He says it the same way the whole time. And then Biggie's and then Biggie's verse is his verse from Juicy. Fucking weird. Then you hear it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. It's the whole verse. You're like, Uh, remember, I told you this before. You know, you know what's happening. He's just looking out for big feeding them children. Right. Feeding in in Jay-Z prime time it's just a big song feeding then, big children and by the way it's interesting man can you imagine can you imagine getting to have a real conversation this will never happen so we can just say this imagine having a real conversation with Jay about his feelings on the big and puff relationship no, nah, it'll never happen. <laughs> it'll never happen. No, no. It, it, that's what I'm saying. It's a fantasy. We'll never know what he actually thinks about that. But based on the way people talk now, and when you look at things from a different lens, and you're like, hmm, you hear the thing other people said, you're like, wow, is there a reason that Jay really felt like I need to look out? I need to do my part for my guy. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that far. Neither did I till the second. I don't think I think he was looking out for base kids. Not that no one else would, but I see what you're saying. But I don't think it goes that far. He made a really concerted effort, though. Really concerted effort. I mean, they make a lot it's of over money. and over and over again. They make a lot of money from those things. Um, wait, let's talk Killer Mike real quick, man. What happened with the fucking getting dragged down handcuffs? Apparently, there was like some sort of incident. Like people started assuming. By the way, so fucked up, Cypher. You'll love this. In people's attempt. To defend Killer Mike, they actually made a dumb <laughs> assumption about him. People were like, yo, it's fucked up. If they had a warrant for him, they could have gotten him anytime all weekend. But he didn't have a warrant. They do do that, though. Right. LAPD does do that. They, they wait for these big award shows and games and grab up people. That is a thing. Right. No, Totally. But in this case, he doesn't have a warrant. He just apparently had an altercation of some sort. He had an altercation backstage? Uh, let's see if I can get the thing from TMZ. And the funny thing, you know it's funny? I had this one time I was doing this joke. Uh, this woman, I was doing a piece of crowd work, and this woman worked for PBS at the Comedy Cellar. And I go, oh, Killer Mike has a show on PBS. And 
Killer Mike is our friend. Mm-hmm. He's our boy. Mm-hmm. But if someone who doesn't know who that is, his name is Killer. Like, right. the word killer means very specific things to people who are not in hip-hop. Like killing. He is killing it. They think rappers are just thugs anyway. His name is uh, Killer Okay, Mike. it says here on TMZ, Killer Mike booked for battery on Citizen's Arrest. Citizen's Video arrest. shows security face-off. TMZ has obtained the new video that sheds more light on the Killer Mike situation, including the fact that he's now being booked for battery on a Citizen's Arrest. This is after he allegedly got physical with a security card at the venue while out in the rain. I see, okay, I see. I see what it is. What does that mean, a citizen? Someone tried to pull citizen's a citizen. arrest. Even when like a security holds you until the cops come, that's a citizen's arrest. Got it. So it's not citizen's actually, arrest is not an old lady going, I'm putting you under citizen's arrest. That's what it sounds like. It's like when security holds you like at the fucking Walmart and then the cops come, that's a citizen's arrest. And what if you don't let them? That's on you. That's different though. Like the cops are there at the Grammys. They didn't. They didn't have to come from far. They're there outside. There's a secure. I'm watching the security there's guard. Security. In, there's a security guard standing in his way, and there's clearly a back and forth. Killer Mike is going to use those words. He's going to get those words in. Let me tell you about the my pro- guy. The Mike. thing with that is like he just won three Grammys. He's probably about to go do press, and it's like, yeah, no, they can't come through. He's like, bro, that's my wife. You know what I mean, it's one of them situations. You know, yeah. That's yeah, my wife. Not, what do you mean she can't come through? I just I'm holding the Grammys. He's trying to get somewhere right now. It's by the way, it's pouring rain in LA, right? It was pouring yesterday. Shit. So you know, you know, LA already doesn't know how to act when it's pouring. Yeah. It, they're already, they think the world's ending every time. There's not the umbrella's literally flipped inside out. And now he's getting walked off by the security. Either way, I texted with him last night. He was good. This was during the show. He was already good. Congrats to Killer Mike. Well, well deserved. Yo, yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I I turned I turned this down, Sife. I was asked to be in this TMZ doc about uh, Kanye. Yeah. And now I see the fucking advertising for it on TMZ. It's yeah. advertised every inch on TMZ. Yeah. It's called TMZ Investigates. Kanye West, unhinged but unstoppable tonight <laughs> on Fox. I'm like, yo, I'm I made such a great choice. Why? Why did you want to be on that? I'm, I'm I'm I've done enough, bro. I've talked enough about Kanye. <laughs> yeah. There's no I, I'm not making time to well, see. Pete Rock would have loved it. <laughs> I know that's true. By the way, do you see what happened to um Lisa Ann last night? No, who's Lisa Ann? Uh the adult film star and, and sports fan and general lovely person. You never you never met Lisa well, now before? You did uh Sarah Palin? Yes, Lisa was an Alan Palin. Okay. What happened? So uh I just tried to get her to jump on the pod, but she... She went to see Matt Rafe last night. Matt Rafe? Right. Rife and Rafe. It was Rife with Rafeness. <laughs> and she was apparently arrested for trying to use her phone. Things went left. Oh, shit. Where was that? It looks like... I'm going to try to pull the video real quick. Here we go. It was at... Uh, it was at Radio City. Oh, he was at radio. Oh, yeah, he did have like sold sold out radio CD. I didn't realize it was this week. I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I wanted to see Matt Rife because he's a friend of mine. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Wow. Yo, if someone flipped on me that bad for the phone thing, I totally get it. It's really good they found the tech for it. There's sometimes when boys that annoy. 
Or I wish like we could have honor code. Don't you hate people? Like we can't just have honor code. Can't, people just can't be like, nah, I'm not going to film. Is that, is that even about filming? Like she, she was probably on like, like this happens with Chappelle, right? There's different levels of, you get all me. I get all access. I can have my phone no matter what. Then right. there's people who like pe- my people have a wristband to say they can go wherever I go. And my people, I could tell them not to lock up their phones. But most people, if you have the wristband, it means you can go everywhere, but your phone's still locked up. Right. So she's probably like an all-access friend. She's probably in the crowd just checking her text messages. Security sees her, and they're like, you know, you got you know, you got to step back. You can have your phone out. Right, and, and she's then she's like, oh, I have a pass. I'm good. But then if you pop off, then it just, you know, what, you're going to pop off with the union guys at Radio City. You think they're going to fucking listen by the way, speaking of which, and I know I'm throwing this in at the end. This could have been the whole episode, but I'm gonna throw this in at the end. I had a thing with uh, someone who worked in my in my building this morning. This morning, yeah, early. Wait, didn't go arguing about. Didn't go great. <laughs> it was about Killer Mike. No, it was the the it was a it was related to Rocky and a behavior occurring, mm-hmm. and where that behavior occurred being a place where it's not supposed to occur. Okay. Okay. And the approach by this person who I already think generally does not fuck with me. So when this thing happens, I go, this motherfucker is going to come up and say something to me. Yeah. I, this is going to be the time. I know it. Because if anyone else was here, it would be nothing. But he's going to. And he yeah. comes up and he's like, no disrespect. But um, he said no disrespect so many times that I only could take it as disrespect. <laughs> this guy's from like, where? What do you say? He's a New Yorker? Yes. Like a Dominican or some shit? Yes. <laughs> confirmed and i can laugh about it now because i i talked to him later but so he i actually said in real life i don't know if this makes me sound like an idiot i said in real life i was like yo bro the amount of times you're saying no disrespect this feels like disrespect i just said i was like this feels like disrespect and he was like what no and then it went left and then I like I, I came back and I just thought about it and I was like, I don't want to have like I'm a shareholder, right? That's how these buildings work, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no way this situation plays out if it were to turn into anything that goes good, but probably for him. Yeah. And I don't want any part of that considering I was the one doing something wrong initially. Yeah. So I just went, I just went down to him like an hour later. I was like, bro, it was early. I shouldn't have done that. I'm really sorry. Whatever thing we have, I, I you didn't say hi to me previously. Whatever we've had, I'm sorry. Let's be cool now. It's all good, my brother. And we made up, and it was cool. But I was like, I now saw you'll be buddies. And, 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 and I, I said to Natalie, I was like, this will be like every rap relationship I have. He's about yeah. to be our favorite guy in the building. Yeah. But I just, I just was like, I could see where this goes. Where they're like, oh, so did something happen? Let's. Uh... Well, it definitely happened with other people, not just you. So right. once you make a complaint, then they're like, oh, yeah, he did this. He did that. Exactly. And I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. I don't want. I'm not, I can't. I can't do it. My white snowflake guilt could not survive <laughs> such a thing. <laughs> All right, uh, man, go. hey, we got to go, but we hope you guys will go to Patreon. The Patreon this week, a big, fun rap nerd episode inspired by the conversation um, about 90s parties. And then starting from scratch, told Saif he was an idiot. And then Mark Ronson was hot at the Grammys last night. He sent us a voice message in his polite half British accent going, 
Saif, it's ridiculous what you're saying. It's it's if I think it's gone. Did oh, you save those it? things disappear? I think it disappears. Fuck. I tried. I always try to save those. I don't know how to. Mark is like the most polite shit talker of all time, but he basically is like, Saif, what are you talking about? So now we have to have this conversation. No, mine is here. Oh, it is. Oh, play it. He won't care. I understand what you're saying, but no, that's not an option. You cannot play records from the eighties at a nineties party because the whole point is that people are coming because they want to hear music from the nineties. <laughs> it's it's a ridiculous concept. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't listen to it the way I just listened to it right now, where it's like, he's probably like, yo, maybe I shouldn't be fucking with these guys. <laughs> it's a ridiculous It's a ridiculous concept. concept. It's a ridiculous concept. Yeah. He's honestly, you embarrassed him. Okay, listen, once you hear the, the Patreon, you'll understand my point, Mark Ronson. You'll understand. No, you'll still think he's wrong. I guarantee No, but it. no, you understand how I, you... Listen to the Patreon. You'll get it. Patreon.com slash one ep is life. We appreciate you all. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous concept. Scythe. That's Meryl. That's Meryl Streep's son-in-law. Is he married to the girl? Almost. You still don't understand the concept. <laughs> married. They're married. They're married now. They have a child. They're they married. Child. That's something right. Streep. Guess who the child. No, not something Streep necessarily. Did it used to yeah. be Streep. But guess who the child's guess who the child's grandmother is? Meryl Street. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you figured it out. All right, man. Thank you right, so much. Peace, Peace and blessings, you fuckers. Oh, oh, fuck. Shit. Shout out to Cuban Mike. Okay. A one epper for life. One epper came through to my show in Boston. Guess Cuban how Mike. many people? Guess how many people we came with? Three. Zero by oh. himself, like a true one up fan. And he told me to give you the message. You didn't answer his DM three years ago. He's very upset. Your situation with your life, your sitch, you know, your yeah, sitch, the, the, the D. Um, he was going through something similar at the time, and you got him through it. One up got him through it. So, wow. Shout out to Cuban Mike from Boston. Damn. Tell him to send another one, Cuban Mike. I'll find the message this time. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, you just send it to my email, rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. I have a public uh, email you can send it to. Yeah, so he was a super cool it. dude, man. One up fans for life. All right. That's awesome. Later, guys.